And good afternoon, Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. It is uh, Wednesday afternoon, May 6th, I believe. May 6th, 2020. These are months that um, I'd say we won't forget, but I have a kind of funny feeling what's past us. Um, we won't talk about it much. Um, anyway, uh, maybe we will, maybe we won't, but we're going to have a lot of memories recorded, I'll tell you that, because we've got things like this right now. Uh, and right now, we are getting ready to go live as well, getting ready to go live as well on, there we go, YouTube on the Comedy Schools channel. We're now live on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com, and we are live on YouTube. And now we're going to go live, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to complete the trifecta of uh, platforms that we uh, share on, and we are now live on Facebook Live. Not one, not two. But three, ladies and gentlemen, three ways for you to be able to uh, access us and uh, check us out in the middle of the day. This is a show called Living on a Thin, Thin Line. should be able to pronounce the name of my own show. Living on a Thin Line. We bring it to you every day. How come that looks, uh, you know what, this, uh, I don't know, Facebook's a little dark here. Uh, what are you going to do, though? Uh, this is your 2 p.m. daily distraction from all the hoopla, anxiety, and insanity going on in the world. And uh, also all the hoopla, anxiety, and insanity that uh, so often seems to come to us either on our television screens or via social media. Um, I have uh, reduced my news watching time. I still watch the news probably more than the average person has. Maybe not now, but for many years, uh, I still watch the news. I read it voraciously on social media, but really, really cutting down on um, so many of my friends and family, um, uh, and this is all of us, have become experts and, of course, their expertise then pushes towards uh, uh, whatever their point of view is, whatever their fear is, or whatever their desire is. So uh, you may have noticed, uh, uh, I used to comment on politics quite a bit. Uh, I enjoy following politics. Uh, but uh, I pretty much reduced uh, uh, my comments on it. And if I am going to comment, I'm going to comment in my lane, you know, as a joke writer. I'm not an editorialist. I'm not a pundit. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a uh, professor. I'm not a scientist. Uh, and so why would I attempt to uh, uh, opine in those matters unless I wanted to then go in and divine enough knowledge in those matters or enough experience in those matters? I'm a joke writer. I'm a comedian. I'm a, I'm a fella, damn it. I'm just a fella. And uh, I'm going to do what I can to keep uh, home and hearth and health together for me and for my family and you. And one of the things that we do is this show every day at 2 p.m. And I'm so glad all of you are watching. Uh, we got a couple things going today. I always show you, show you some little memorabilia I got around here. Hello, Tina and Mike Lawson, Charles Kaminsky, Kelly Wilson, Colleen Pirtle, uh, Bruce Hepler. I have not used your picture yet, Bruce. I'm sorry. Uh, David Van Winkle, Tom Levance, Sam Gaines. These are all people that uh, have checked in and said hi. Um, there's two or three things we do today. We interface with you. That is uh, most important. If you've got anything to say or any questions to ask or anything to add, we're going to interface with you, of course. Uh, all you have to do is type it in uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, if, you're watching on, if you're listening on Comedy Schools Radio Network, or if you're on Facebook Live, and we'll attempt to answer you or engage in a convo. Uh, also, uh, I show you a, a piece or two of memorabilia or a knickknack or an autograph memento that I have here in my house. This is under my philosophy of during this time of quarantine uh we have to make old things new again there's two ways to be creative two ways 
Okay, so you can learn a skill. You can learn basket weaving or, or uh, guitar or uh, uh, so many other skills. But uh, that's, there's the technique. But then there's being creative. So how do you become creative? Here's you become creative. Here's a great way to do it. You look at old things in a new way. So things you haven't paid attention to, things you take for granted. And really look at them and ask yourself questions about them. And through that, you can divine uh, a lot of interesting answers. They can be turned into a song or a poem or a joke uh, or a movie or a conversation. And the other way is to look at new things without judgment. And boy, oh boy, that's the tough one. The tough one is to look at new things without judgment. We have so many preconceived tapes running in our skulls that tell us what is right and what is wrong. Tell us what is good and what is bad. They're preconceived. And half the time before we enter any situation, we have already made decisions about whether it is good or bad or right or wrong. And very little can change our mind. But if you really want to be creative, when you enter into a new situation or when you uh, are asked to uh, hold a new idea, okay, don't preconceive it. See how it affects you. That's how you become creative. That's how you work towards creativity. Anyway, one of the things I thought is we got to make old things new again because uh, Americans, I think what we've discovered is that we love stimulation. We love it. You can make a stimulation joke here. You can make it about electricity or uh, penises. Uh, but we love stimulation. Sports and movies and arguing and politics and new. We need new things all the time. And the amount of new things that are available to us have decreased to a great extent. So one of the things that we're doing new is doing this show for you. Okay. And the other thing that I'm doing new is then going back and rediscovering little things that got laying around that I think are so very cool. Now, here's something I found, and it's, it's cool to me. I don't know if it's be cool to you. It's two things, okay? All right, so uh, this, I, I found this. I forgot all about it. What is that? That is a ticket. Yes, it is. It's not a traffic ticket. It's obviously a, an event ticket, all right? And what is it? It is round B, home game three. Cost me 55 bucks. Los Angeles Clippers versus to be announced at State Staples Center. And this was all the way back in, uh, wow, 2003, 2004, when the Clippers were for a brief moment in their long history being bad, were good. Now, my daughter and I have been going to Clippers games since she was, um, maybe it was 2006, 2006, I believe. Yes, uh, we've been going to Clipper games since she was a little kid. We are Clipper fans. This was the only NBA final uh, uh, playoff game that I'd ever been to, and I took my daughter and they played the Los Angeles Lakers and beat them and beat them. And they went on to play the Phoenix Suns in the next round and lost to them. But that was the deepest in the paint the Clippers had ever been in the playoffs up to that point. They went back to being terrible for a while until they acquired Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. And now they are the wonderful team that they are uh, with Ka uh, Kawhi Leonard. Chris and uh, Blake both gone uh, with new owners. But that was an NBA playoff game. I'll never forget that. And once the Clippers had Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, uh, I kept going, all right, when they get to uh, uh, either whenever, whenever they get to the uh, NBA Finals, I'll go, or when they get to the last round, uh, you know, uh, uh, before the Finals, I'll go. And they never made it that far. They never made it that far. This other ticket I'm going to show you, look, it is a little older. All right, look at that. Look at that. I just found this as I was kind of digging around going, what will I show people today? What is this a ticket to? 
This is aisle 12, row N, seat 17. League championship game, $20, top deck. Uh, parking lot, 2, 7, 12, or 21. Dodger Stadium, 1985 National League Championship Series. Dodgers versus Eastern Division. And who were they playing? They were playing the St. Louis Baseball Cardinals. The St. Louis Baseball Cardinals. So I don't have the exact date on this because um, it's not on there. But obviously, uh, that was in 1985. That was the year I got sober. That was the year I started out as a stand-up comic. And my brother Jerry and I went to see uh, our Cardinals play the Dodgers uh, in 1985. And that was pretty cool. The uh, Cardinals went on, I believe, that year to uh, – and someone correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, they went on that year – to play uh, the Kansas City Royals in what was known as the uh, Freeway Series and lost to the Royals. They'd won in 82 against the Brewers and then lost in 85 uh, to the Royals. But we were there for the National League Championship game. And finally, in 2004, I got to go to a World Series game. So that's your little memorabilia for the day. Something for you to look at. Uh, a 2006 Clippers ticket and a 1985 Dodgers Cardinals ticket. So uh, we got those. Now let's get to the music, okay? Oh, a couple things. I told you yesterday that I would be putting up the link for this Sunday's Tony Visick Presents, and I didn't do it. I got caught up in other stuff. I haven't finalized the lineup. It'll be up tonight, this Sunday night, 7 p.m. on Zoom, in your room. Coming to you from me, okay, uh, sitting in my, in my uh, bedroom next to my TV. And a little poem for you today. Uh, will be uh, Tony Vizic Presents Sunday Night's Funnier Mother's Day Edition. Uh, that'd be a cool thing, by the way, if you are, uh, you're not near your mother right now, like you're in Illinois and your mother's in Florida, you know, buy her a ticket to this Zoom show and you'll be able to see each other on Zoom together while watching this show. Sunday Night's, Sunday night's Funnier. I always have a hard time pronouncing my own stuff. Sunday Night's Funnier uh, with featured comic Diane Miner. I'll be putting up all those links this evening. Buy a ticket to that show. You'll be glad you did. You'll be supporting the comics on the show. They get paid out of the show. And local food banks here in my area. Okay, so do that. Also, just to get this out of the way, we put up the links uh, yesterday. Or put up the uh, how you can uh, join one of our workshops. Pretty big, advanced workshop right now. We're going to have a free show for you on May 22nd featuring this workshop. Uh, if you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy, if you are a stand-up comic, you want to brush up your skills, if you are just missing the creative aspect and working with others, uh, we offer a great platform to be able to help you out. Uh, May 27th for the advanced class, May 28th for the beginning class. All the information is on ComedySchools.com and ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Easy to register. Once you register, you get your Zoom links, and you'll learn more in just a couple of sessions with us than you would a year of open mic nights are talking shit with a bunch of people in the back of a bar. Okay? Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Let's move on to the music. Oh, okay. Nope. Let's go and forgot. Forgot. One other thing. The list. I'm trying to finish this list so we can go on to other lists. Hold on. And what is the list? The list is the 10 coolest people ever. The 10 coolest people ever. So far on the list. Miles Davis, Keith Richards, James Dean, Frank Sinatra, Steve McQueen, Prince, and Humphrey Bogart. Those are sank or sank. Those are in stone, okay? 
put them in the mail, mail them off. They're done. They are on the list. That means three spots are remaining. Now, let me give you uh, all the maybes, and, and it, that list is really expanded. Catherine Hepburn's on the list. Denzel Washington's on the list. Jack Nicholson's on the list. Anybody who played James Bond is on the list. Sidney Poitier's on the list. Lauren Bacall, Tina Turner, Chuck Norris, Samuel Jackson, Bruce Lee, John Kennedy, Richard Pryor, Buddy Rich, uh, me and my brother Jerry, Elvis Presley, Muhammad Ali, Billy Holiday, Charles Bronson, Sean Connery, and Dean Martin. Now, when they say any Bond, um, I don't know that, you know, I don't know to George Lazenby, that's talking about anybody who played James Bond, George Lazenby or David Niven would uh, be on that list, uh, along with um, Timothy, uh, oh, what the hell is his name? The guy who was on Remington Steel. Um, I don't know if they, if they would be cool enough to be on the list. Um, uh, maybe George Lazenby, he was kind of cool in that. Um, but Sean Connery, yes. Somebody said, uh, why aren't there women on the list? But early on, Billie Holiday was on the list. And, of course, we now have Catherine Hepburn and Lauren Bacall and Tina Turner and Prince. So uh, here's who's gotten votes so far. They're not just mentioned. Dean Martin, Sean Connery. Dean Martin's gotten two. If you count the time he was nominated, three. Sean Connery, we're counting the times he got nominated. Sean Connery's got two. Uh, I've got two. Uh, my brother Jerry's got two. Jack Nicholson's got two, and Dan, Denzel Washington has three. So I'm still waiting for people to chime in. I'm still waiting for people to vote. I'm still waiting for people to tell me who these final three should be. And when it's done, we'll post them on Facebook, start a big Facebook fight. You know, we'll get right-wing and left-wing talking to people about it, and people putting up fake videos, you know, from uh, right-wing sites, and people putting up shit from fake websites going, no, this is the coolest guy. It'll be great. We'll cause some trouble. Okay? So... <laughs> So I'm still waiting to hear from you guys on these. Oh, well, look at this. I had other people joining, and I didn't know. It got stuck. I am sorry. Hold on. Let me get down here. Wow, it got stuck. And I didn't see all these other people joining. Champ, hello. Randy, hello. Scott Hughes, hello. Kevin Brown, Anthony Paris, everybody who's waving. Uh, uh, Kelly Wilson says, if I got prior, I got to have Lenny Bruce. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Lenny, I don't have my pen with me. I'd write Lenny down. I'd write Lenny down. Uh, but keep in mind, we're talking about cool, an overall thing, you know? Not just the work they did, you know? Um, is Bob Dylan on this list? I mentioned him and nobody said anything. Do you have a pen, Bob Dylan's not on the list and Lenny Bruce is on the list. They got to be in the maybes. They got to. They got to. So, um... So I don't know, Kelly, if that's then you want to add Lenny Bruce to the list of maybes to be voted on, or if you're voting, if you're giving us a Richard Pryor vote. I don't know. Okay? I haven't picked that up. Um, it's going to be tough, these final three. And what I've noticed, too, is that when I mentioned the uh, top seven, so we're going to put down uh, Lenny Bruce and Bob Dylan. Lenny Bruce and Bob Dylan. And, man, you know what? Shirley started making this list. It was nice and neat. And then I took it over, and now it's a goddamn mess. Uh, um, so Lenny Bruce and Bob Dillman added to the list. Okay, I haven't heard anyone say that any of the the people who are already on shouldn't be. No one said Miles Davis or Keith Richards. 
our James Dean, our Frank Sinatra, our Steve McQueen, our Prince, or Humphrey Bogart shouldn't be on the list, so I'm, I'm, we're pretty safe there. We're pretty safe there. So we can take our time with this. I'm not in any big rush, you know, uh, but uh, if you've got someone you go, if you got someone else you th think should be on the list, or someone who uh, I've mentioned who you, you want to vote for, uh, let's hear that. I, are you, do you think we had a second vote for him? But Shirley's thinking that there was a, uh, so Champ de Blasio is giving us a vote for Lenny Bruce, and so now it's two for Lenny. Two for Lenny. You know, I had to start showing you guys my Lenny Bruce album collection, which is extensive. Jim Lacey says, uh, if we're just voting for cool, and then folks who were cool and talented and skilled and lovable, et cetera, et cetera, kind of put us in another direction. Just cool should just be cool. Uh, then Bruce Hepler says Johnny Depp is way better than Lenny. Yeah, but Lenny wasn't a stand-up comic. I mean, I'll put Johnny Depp on the maybe list. Okay? So that happens when you get involved with cool. Um, yeah. Then there's, uh, then there's all these battles of what the criteria should be and stuff. I just want to hear from you guys. I just want to hear what you think. Okay? Uh, so uh, we got this big list here. While you guys are pondering, let's get to the music I'm going to recommend today. All right, uh, in the spirit of making old things new again, uh, I have been going through my vinyl collection, which has been sitting, uh, um, uh, gathering dust for many years, okay? But uh, a long time ago, somebody said, you know, your albums are you, Tony, when I was younger. They said, that is, that is the story of your life. But over the years, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, uh, yeah, Bruce, we put Johnny Depp, but you can't, you put Johnny Depp, Bruce, we put him on the maybe list. He is on the maybe list. Okay, but now we got to have votes. Okay, uh, Jim Lacey's talents like Bob Dylan are special. They're mentally talented, but also, but also totally cool. Yeah, so Jim, are you uh, voting for Bob Dylan? Because eventually, you know, right now, the people on the maybe list who have the most votes are Dean Martin and Denzel Washington. Because that means that someone nominated them and so far two people have voted for them. So... Right now, Bob Dylan's been nominated on the maybe list, but there's no votes. Lenny Bruce was just nominated on the maybe list and got a vote. Um, it's going to get tough. Uh, you voted yesterday for Dean Martin. Okay, that's right. Jim voted for Dean Martin yesterday. So Dean and Denzel have the most votes. I don't know. I, I got to come up with eventually a closure number. Go, okay, if they get this many votes. But if I tell you guys that, then a bunch of you will just keep voting over and over. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the music. For my vast, uh, everything is old, new again. Music, it was important to me. Here we go. Bam. Bam. Okay. Do you recognize that? It's kind of hard to see because of lighting today. I apologize. It's a great album cover. Diane, I'll know you cannot vote for Denzel twice. You already voted for Denzel. Let's not be uh, causing voting irregularities and then have uh, the Attorney General of Kansas coming down and going, what are you hippies doing? This album, if you are of a certain age, you know this album. This was part of the soundtrack of your life. And it is Steely Dan's Can't Buy a Thrill. Pretty wild album cover. Uh, great, great. Uh, it exploded into our lives. Uh, Bruce Hepler says, no, I'm, no, I'm vote for Dean. So, Bruce, are you voting for Dean or not voting for Dean? Because I can't divine it from that sentence. Please let me know. Uh, on this album, of course, do it again. You go back, Jack, 
do it again. Kings, Midnight Cruiser, only a fool would say that. Side two kicks off with the monster uh, song that um, we all immediately know, Reeling in the Years, then Fire in the Hole, Brooklyn, Changing the Guard, Turn That Heartbeat Over Again. That was this entire album. The two monsters on it, of course, were Do It Again and Reeling in the Years. Do It Again was, uh, it says, uh, traditional solos by Denny Diaz and Donald Fagan. So, um, I don't know what that meant. Vocals by Donald Fagan and Inside Two, Reeling in the Years, uh, lead guitar by Elliot Randall. So, one of the guys, one of the unsung stars of our era was a guitarist named Elliot Randall because that killer, killer, killer guitar solo on Reeling in the Years was done by Elliot Randall. Uh, here is who made up the band at the time, Jeff Skunk Baxter, guitar, pedal, steel guitar, and Spanish. <laughs> um, Jeff Skunk also did great work with the Doobie Brothers. Uh, Walter Becker, of course, Denny Diaz, uh, Donald Fagan, Jim Hunter, Dave Palmer, uh, with Elliot Randall, Victor Feldman, Jerome Richardson, Snooky Young on flugelhorn, Clyde King, Shirley Matthews, and Vanetta Fields, background vocals, and it was produced by a guy named Gary Katz. So Skunk Baxter did a lot. Okay, all right, so hold on. I got another vote here. I got another vote. Bruce Hepler is uh, voting. So we got, now got four for Dean. Yeah, four for Dean. We're getting close. We're getting close to moving Dean Martin over to Coolest. And I kind of thought, you know, as we were putting together a, a list of cool, that it was going to kind of lean towards that group. Already with Frank Sinatra, James Dean, uh, people from that era. You know, uh, anyway, man. If you haven't listened to this album, go back and listen to this album or just YouTube again, Reeling in the Years. YouTube, do it again. You'll be glad you did. Such great tunes. If you can listen to them on some great speakers, man, there's so much stunning little stuff going on on these songs that maybe you didn't pick up the first time. You don't pick up when you're listening on the radio. Great album. Now, now, now I got something for you. Now, I might get in trouble for showing this one, Okay. Uh, but I want you to check this out. This is the English version of this album. It doesn't mean the music's changed. It means the album cover changed. So look at that. Look at that. What is that? That's a picture of a bunch of naked ladies. Well, he's showing us naked ladies. No, this is the English album cover to Jimi Hendrix Experience, Electric Ladyland. This is the Electric Ladyland album. And here, of course, look at this. How cool is that? Look at that inner sleeve. Check out that inner sleeve. Look at that art. Look at that. There he is. This, now, when this album was put out in America, they would not use this album cover. They would not allow them to sell that in stores, and they had to have a completely different album cover. Let me tell you what was on this. Uh... Side A, and the gods made love, electric ladyland, crosstown traffic, voodoo child, oh man. Side B, little miss strange, long hot summer nights, come on, gypsy eyes, burning the midnight lamp. Side C, because this was a four record, two, uh, two album thing with four sides, rainy day, dream away, 1983, moon turns the tides, and on side four, or side D as they call it here, still raining, still dreaming, house burning down, all along the watchtower, Voodoo Child, slight return. So the big monsters on this, to me, were Voodoo Child and All Along the Watchtower. 
the first time I ever heard a Jimi Hendrix song was at my grandmother's house. My great-grandmother's house in North St. Louis. We're having some sort of family gathering, which I miss desperately having right now with uh, my family. And she had one of those old stand-up radios, which I have a few of now because I collect radios. And I had flipped the dial, and all of a sudden I hear, and I go, what is that? What is that? And I don't know how old I am, 10, 11, 12, you know, late 60s. And uh, I'm just fascinated by this song. And eventually one of the grown-ups came over, watch that crap, turn it on, and put on like, uh, um, I don't know, you know, Dean Martin. So, (laughs) but I went, wow. And all along the Watchtower is the perfect amalgamation of uh, 60s genius, Jimi Hendrix, doing his version of a Bob Dylan tune. And it is just a stunning, stunning piece of work. So I am proud of the fact that I have the British version here. Uh, People go, that's probably worth some money. It's probably worth some dough. Uh, It probably is. But you know what? I'm not selling it. I'm keeping it. Because I'd rather have the memories than the money when it comes to stuff like this. Just like I'm glad that I have the memories of sharing this with you guys every afternoon. I enjoy it very, very much. What are you looking at, Cheryl? What's the problem? No, they're, oh, no, they look like they might. Hold on. Hold on. We got so much stuff going on in here. I got stuff I got to fix in here. All right. You know what? That's it for the day. Here's your takeaways. Go back and revisit Steely Dan's Reeling in the Years. Go back and listen to Voodoo Child and All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. I mean, after a number of years, these become songs in the background. They're on some classic rock station. We're in the car. We're not really listening because we're driving. Take a moment. Go back and revisit what you once loved. Take a moment, if it's new to you, to really let it sit with you and see if it's as good as we say it is. Take a moment to savor things. Savor the moment. Savor the moment. We, if there's any opportunity that this current time gives us, it is the ability to savor the moment. All right? All right, this Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, I'll put up the link today. I'll put it up within the hour, I swear to God. This Sunday night, Tony Vizic presents Sunday night's funnier Mother's Day special with very funny mother and comic Diane Miner and a host of other very talented people. Tickets only 10 bucks. You'll be able to buy them with the link that I post. Uh, you'll be able to do that. Also, if you ever thought about doing a workshop, and you should, because you want to find new things to do, new ways to keep your mind occupied, new ways to be creative, go to comedyschools.com or comedyschoolsradionetwork.com and you'll be able to register there and join uh, our beginning class, which begins May 28th, five weeks, five Thursdays, or our advanced class, if you qualify, and you have to qualify for that one, May 27th. All classes at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, all on Zoom. Tomorrow we'll talk about uh, the slow opening we're seeing as stuff. A couple comedy clubs are going to try to do a slow opening. What we're thinking about that as well. All right, for my producer, it was me, my wife, Shirley Lovisic. Okay, and for all the incredible people who have put together all this internet shit that allows us to do this, I want to thank them too. Okay, they might be unsung heroes in the corona crisis because they were able to keep us connected. I want to thank you for watching. I'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Unless you're in my workshop, like a couple of you are, and I'll see you at 6 p.m. tonight. I'm Tony Visick. You're whoever you want to be. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye, YouTubers. I speak tonight for the dignity of man and the destiny of man. <laughs>